I'd like to do a bit of housekeeping before we get into today's episode. First, I'd like to share with you a new podcast called Token Talks. The Token Talks podcast is produced by Wing Venture Capital. On each episode, Token Talks, hosted by Zach DeWitt, features exclusive interviews with blockchain technology founders. As a listener of this podcast, I assume you're interested in cryptocurrency. As such, I highly recommend checking out their website, and I'll include a link in the show notes to their site. Token Talks has recorded over 20 episodes, which each feature interviews with founders of the best emerging cryptocurrency projects. Welcome to the Bounty Zero X podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Adam, founder and CEO of Bounty Zero X. Bounty Zero X is a decentralized bounty hunting network powered by the BNTY token. Today is February 1st. 2019, and my guest on the show is Rodrigo Irasaval. He's the marketing manager at Wibson. Wibson is a blockchain-based decentralized data marketplace that provides individuals a way to securely and anonymously sell validated private information in a trusted environment. Welcome to the show, Rodrigo. Thanks, Angela. It's good to be here. Tell me a little bit about Wibson and the problem you guys are solving. Well, of course. So we started with Wibson in on October. 2017, we have been working for some years before with data, and we realized that many companies were making millions of dollars with using data, using data uh, and applying machine learning and artificial intelligence to data to get millions of dollars. And what we realized that all that money that they were generating were uh, made by using uh, the data of the people. Uh, we believe that that data is of the people, so the people should know uh, what companies are doing with their data. And of course, uh, to uh, be part of the money that this data generates. So that's Wibson. Uh, we started Wibson. Wibson is a decentralized data marketplace, as you say. So it's um, a market where people can get control of their data and sell it to different companies and get uh, and monetize this data, get a reward from it. Yeah, data today is one of the most valuable assets that uh, is available. And if you look at all the larger tech companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon, uh, all of what they have that is most valuable is their data, which they then sell to advertisers. So they have billions of users, they collect data from those users and they sell it to advertisers, either to display ads to the users who use their platforms or to sell it to other third-party providers. So one of the problems with that model is that the users themselves don't earn anything from the data that they are giving to the platforms. Instead, the platforms are collecting that data, selling it, but the users themselves aren't receiving any of the profit uh, is generated by the companies outside of the only benefit the users get is that they get to use the platform. Um, and in exchange for using the platform, they uh, receive, uh, they give their data. Wibson is offering an alternative solution that lets users monetize the data that they generate. They have a mobile app and the mobile app is uh, one that you can download on your phone currently available on Android and soon also on iOS. It's basically a marketplace where you can accept offers made by purchasers of data, and the purchasers of data basically 
pay users to in exchange for the users providing them with their data. That's correct. So yes, we've seen apps already on Google Play Store. It's available users also in Spain, Argentina, and Uruguay, and we hope to move forward to other countries. And so we've seen app, yes, as you say, it's very simple. You just connect your your data sources, as we call it, for example, your Facebook, your Google account, also your geolocation or your information or your device. And what is important is when you connect that data sources, what is, what's happening is that that data is encrypted and stored on your phone. So now you're the real owner of that data. So now that you have that data encrypted in your phone, buyers will ask you to buy that data and they will tell you who they are, for what they are going to use that data, the amount of WIFs that they will pay you for this data because they will pay you in WIFs and tokens. And if you agree, you accept the offer and your data goes directly from your phone to the buyer. And so it's very important to say that WIFs never sees your data. It's a transaction between the buyer and the seller. So an example of data purchaser would be a telecommunications company. So for example, a telecommunications company, it's a company that needs uh, location data in order to train machine learning models. So they need to collect large amounts of location data. Can you explain what role the telecommunication company plays in that? Because the Wisdom platform has the three roles. There's the buyers, the sellers, and the notaries. And the notaries are uh, there to verify the quality of the data and ensure its trustworthiness. So in the example above with the telecommunications company, you have the, the users who are sharing their, their location data. And you have purchasers who would be anyone who needs location data, like, like for example, for training machine learning models. And then you have uh, a third party, which is a notary, which verifies that the, accurate, the accuracy of the data. Yes, that's right. So the case of the tele, uh, com, telecommunication companies, it may be the same, for example, also as, as a bank. In the case of telecommunication companies, we see that they want to get a better, for example, geolocation data from the users. Uh, and what is very important, they want to get more data because they need the opt-in of the users. So they, uh, we, we, we see that uh, these companies uh, can use Wibson to get this type of information and to enrich um, uh, their data and to apply different technologies to data to understand better the market. Um, and same, for example, for banks, banks can buy uh, financial data. And what is very important, what you said is how uh, users can sell data to buyers and how they can, buyers can be sure that that data is not fake, it's real data. So there is where uh, we add to the Wilson protocol uh, a third player. So it's not only sellers and buyers, but it's also notaries. Notaries are companies that can notarize that data, that can say, hey, this data is, uh, is validated and it's true. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, if you want to sell, just an example, but if you want to sell your financial data, your bank could be a notary because they already have that data and can say, hey, yes, this data, is true. And of course, we are working to make this possible to, in a, so the users can sell this data. The bank, for example, a bank can validate this data and always in a way 
that the user never revolves his, for example, his name or, or who he is. So we are working a lot. We're making lots of research to apply this. So currently when you download the app on your phone, there are toggle buttons that you can select in order to activate certain data sources that you want to make available to, to buyers. So currently you have available Google, so you can link your Google account. And what information is shared if you link your Google account? Okay, so that's uh, when you toggle the different, for example, device information, you will see all the list of uh, data that is uh, will be uh, sell, sold. Um, in the case of Google, when you connect uh, your Google account, you will see, okay, uh, Google will access to, and will you will see the list of things that uh, you will be selling. Some of these products, just to give examples, are like interest behavior. Of course, depending on which type of, of Google accounts you are connecting, not the same, for example, your Google profile and your uh, Google fitness account. So there's lots of different APIs, different like accounts of Google that users can connect. And we are adding with time, we're trying to add as most data sources possible. And so currently you have Google, LinkedIn, and what other, and the, the location data. Do you guys uh, currently support other types of data? Actually, we have Facebook, LinkedIn, geolocation, device information, Google profile, Google fitness, and uh, Strava fitness. Uh, yes, we are. We have some of uh, extra data sources, extra data sources that we want to add, and we are talking with uh, the community to under better understand uh, which type of data they want to sell. Because uh, I believe what blockchain companies allow is to make decentralized uh, solutions. And what we want is to give control uh, to the people, control their data, and to understand better what, what type of data they want to sell. Um, we, made, uh, we made some uh, analysis and some research. Uh, users want to start selling their Twitter data. Also, they are interested in their like uh, interest music as Spotify, but also what is very important, fin financial data. We see that people, they are going to sell in a trusted environment. They want to sell their financial data. They believe it's worth a lot. And also buyers are very interested on this. So when a company comes to you and they say, you know, we uh, want access to, we want to purchase data from your users. So the first thing that they need to do is to purchase the WIBS token so that they can pay the users for their data. So they can do that on any website. Uh, they go or on any exchange, they go, they purchase the tokens and then <clears throat> they contact you and they say, well, you want to uh, get access to uh, the data of women uh, between the ages of 30 and 40 with an income of between 100,000 and 200,000 who reside in three different countries. And so you can then query the marketplace uh, if you're a, a purchaser to filter out all of the data and only show data that meets your criteria. <clears throat> you select what type of data types you're looking for, for example, browsing history, credit card transactions, uh, mobile, mobile ad data. You put in an offer, and so then you save the offer in the marketplace, and then it becomes available to all of the, the, uh, the end users who, are avail who can opt to uh, sell their data if they meet those uh, criteria. So what role do you as a centralized party 
as a central company play in that in that process of onboarding the the buyer the uh, the purchasers of data and setting up the account for them what is that process like if you're a data uh, purchaser okay so Wilson is a decentralized data marketplace so in that case everyone everyone every buyer will participate uh, on this market if they uh, get WIPs. Um, what we are doing also at the same time is giving solutions to, to buyers. So yes, we're creating, for example, in the case of the sellers, we create the WIPs app. In the case of the buyers, we created what is called the buyer app. It's a platform, an online platform, where uh, buyers can transfer their WIPs there and they can, uh, as you said, target the users they want and to start buying data. Mm. So in that case, we are trying to uh, help all the parties to communicate better with this with Wilson protocol. Uh, but of course, uh, this uh, information or, or these apps that we are doing are open source because we are uh, Wilson is a, a decentralized data marketplace. So everyone potentially could something similar. Developers can build applications. Those applications could have access to the marketplace. There's a separate application for buyers, and uh, b b there's two separate apps: one for buyers, one for sellers. So, how, on average, what is the the value that a person's data is worth? And if you're someone who's wants to purchase data, what is the price discovery mechanism for pricing of that data? So, how do you know whether to offer you know, 100 WIBs or 200 WIBs, or what is the best way to to find out what the least amount of money that uh, people are willing to uh, pay to receive in order to sell their data? That's a, a great question. Uh, we're just starting, and what we allow to the buyers is uh, they can do the offer and the sellers are free to accept it or not. How the price will be set up, I believe, will be the market to set up the, the price of data and depending which type of data you're you're selling. So we will have to wait a little bit how the market moves. And I believe that price of, of each type of data will be changing during time until it gets to to the price that market set. So if buyers want to pay a few money or few whips, sellers will not accept. They will have to write the, the amount of whips that they give per data and sales uh, will start accepting that offer. So the market will be the, the ones who, who set the amount of whips to pay for each type of data. And of course, it's not the same to sell your financial data, maybe than your interest, for example. But what is very interesting, I think, is a research that we, we did with, with the team, where an average person in the United States, his data worth 240 US per year. We make research, we, you can uh, see it in our medium. We made a post there okay. and where each person, his data for one year worth $240 and only for digital marketing. So what we did is we made a test of, or we made research of how much money companies were spending on digital marketing, something that we did is a test, a research for each dollar that a company spent on internet, how much of that dollar was for the data and how much was for uh, 
what we say, the, the, the banner or, or the place where the data, where the ad was shown. So just to give an example, a company wants to spend money to sell their shoes. So they need two things. They need the data to target people and to understand who likes running, for example, and he needs a place to show the ad, for example, Facebook. So we realize that for each dollar that a company spent there, 60% was for the data and only 40% was for the banner or for the place where it was shown the, the ad. So what we what with that test, we make like another and we say, okay, how much money are companies spending on different digital marketing companies and also how much how much clicks people generate, etc. And what we realize is that for each year, an average US at least two hundred dollars per year. And maybe more. Why maybe more? Because this research was made from digital marketing. So we saw that data used the user's data used for digital marketing generate $240 per year per user. So imagine if we start applying uh, data for other use cases, uh, risk models, for example, uh, supply chains. So this amount of money could be even more. In November of 2018, which is four months ago, as of the time of this recording, you announced that you had reached uh, a milestone of 5,000 active uh, data sellers on the platform selling uh, their user data. What has been feedback from the users of the platform in terms of uh, improvements that they would like to see? The learning that we get is from our users and especially from our users' feedback. What people say is that they were waiting for something like this. And there are many people that start reading about how Facebook, Google, or our companies were managing their data. And they are very, very anxious to see how Wibsen is working and how we'll, we'll work also in the future. We see that people are uh, very interested in Wibsen solution. They like to participate in this. They like to be part of it. Uh, so they give us their feedback, for example, of different data sources that they would like to add, for example, different type of things that they would like to, to purchase uh, using WIPs, for example. We are improving each day the Wibson app with, with our feedback. What we realize is that people really want to be in control of their data, really want also to monetize their data, but also what is very important, not only to monetize their, their data, but to know what's happening with their data, which company have their data, for what they are using that data, for which purpose they are using it. For the last year, we saw that our data is being used for from different companies to achieve different goals or for different purpose that we don't share or we don't like to be part of that. And you recently launched the platform and the marketplace in Uruguay. So it's currently available in four countries. Are there plans to add new countries and how do you decide and why are you, are you limiting it currently to only users in certain countries because you want to do testing before expanding it? And what is your timeline for uh, increasing so the number of countries? So in that case, there's a, a why only these four countries. We want to start in these four countries to generate a market. And as legal things evolve in these countries, we are going to start adding this solution. So what type of companies have been 
purchasing this data. Can you tell me a little bit about the types of companies that you're seeing are interested in purchasing the data? Uh, a lot of companies from from digital marketing, they want to get more data from, to enrich their data. But what we are seeing that most of the companies are interested on data that can help them to create their own uh, risk models. Financial data is uh, one of like the hot data sources that different buyers want. We were really shocked types of company that get to us asking for being part of, of, of this marketplace and they have different use cases to apply. Lots of companies, but from different, uh, with different business cases. Uh, but maybe I would like to make focus that most of them or a lot of them were asking for financial data. And how does Wibson monetize uh, their plat- the platform? So you guys have a platform, a marketplace. Uh, do you take a transaction fee for all of the transactions or what is your, your revenue model? No, no. Uh, Wibson uh, doesn't uh, get any WIP for transaction. Um, <clears throat> so we just created this marketplace uh, to give this solution. Uh, yes, we believe that maybe in the future uh, we can give other solutions um, where you can monetize that. For example, the, the person who created internet, uh, which allows you to move data from one part to another or to share data, didn't make money with internet. They make money uh, with the different uh, sites that they created uh, on internet. So we see uh, Wibson similar. So Wibson is the protocol that allows people to monetize their data um, and maybe creating these different uh, platforms over Wibson can help us to uh, to make profit from it. For example, it could be like to charge money from this buyer app. Um, so for the moment, yes, uh, we made a, a, a private sale where we raised money and we are working with that to create this marketplace. Your role at the company is the uh, marketing manager. So tell me about your the strategy that you guys have to market the product. What have you seen so far has been successful marketing channels? And what are your, your metrics and targets for growth? Okay, we are targeting uh, at the beginning crypto users, uh, users that understand what a token is. And if they sell their data, they get tokens and they know how to handle that. So that was our first target. But while we were doing that, of course, Wibson uh, make a lot of noise all around the world. And many people start installing the app also. And especially people that have never uh, used a cryptocurrency before. And saying that, many people got their first cryptocurrency with Wibson. For marketing, was really interesting because we were opening the crypto uh, world to, to, to everyone. Because everyone has data and everyone can sell an app. So in that case, uh, our user target is very broad. We have users of different type, crypto enthusiasts. We have uh, like crypto newbies. We have all types of users. Telegram is our main channel. There we are very supportive with our community, especially because all these, there are people that want to know more about Wilson and people that are very new and want, and want to learn about how Wibson works and how uh, the Wibson token, how they can use it. So I would say that uh, Telegram and Twitter is our, our 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 main channels to communicate with them. And we, this year, 
we want to make more focus on that. We want to help more uh, to the newbies, and we want to give more technical information for the crypto enthusiasts. So in that case, um, our target is Telegram and Reddit to be very aggressive there and to put all information to make community grow. So we have this pro this famous problem that every person that build a marketplace has is, is the chicken and egg problem that like you need buyers, but at the same time to get buyers, you need sellers, but to get sellers, you need buyers to buy that data. So how we are approaching that, we are making a different type of marketing to get more and more and more sellers. So we have an, an amount of sellers uh, that want to buy their data and that way we can get more buyers interested on buying this uh, data from sellers. Uh, what we, how we target our data buyers, um, they are approaching to us, to us because they see that this is a transparent way of getting data. Uh, with GDPR, that is the General Data Protection Regulation that uh, went live this year on May, uh, more companies are interested to get to get data uh, in a way that they will not have any problem and, and they and, and which support GDPR. So uh, how we help the buyers? We show them that. Uh, we comply with everything, and this is a solution to get a transparent, a trans, uh, to get uh, data from users that users really want to give to them. So in that case, will be also data that work more because it's data that users say, yes, this is my type of data. I use it for this cause. You have my consent, and I will approve everything that like that you do with my data because it's on the on the blockchain. There's a, a contract signed by sellers and buyers, and it's that and that's on the blockchain. Speaking of GDPR compliant data, that uh, leads me to my next question. With this data that is being transferred from the you know owners of the data to the purchasers of the data, is all of this data anonymized and is it safe? Uh, let's say you're a user who's selling your data. Is it safe to do that, or will you be at risk for being hacked? Or uh, what are what are some of the the security protocols that are in place to make sure that if I'm a user who's you know selling my data to this third party, that they won't be getting access to any sensitive data that will either be identifiable to me as a as a seller. Or you know potentially would make me susceptible to you know data theft. So we were we are very aware of that. We are working a lot of implementing new type of technology, so users can sell their data in a way that they give the minimum type of information that the buyer is asking. So in that case, yes, we are applying different solutions. So for example, if you want to buy financial data, you don't need to see all the transactions of the users. Maybe just only you need to know is, hey, do you have a credit card? And and the user says, yes, I have a credit card. And always in a way that he doesn't reveal uh, all his information. So we are implementing that type of solution, of solutions. At the same time, as I said, there's a contract that is in the blockchain between the seller and the buyer. So when you sell your data to the buyer, the buyer says for what he's going to be using and how he will take care of that data or how he's responsible for the data. So of course, that makes the buyer more care about users' data. Um, and of course, with GDPR, companies now are aware of the, take more seriously users' data. So with Wilson, they can get 
this type of data. I believe that there will be more solutions, like how then you can control the data that buyers have. But for the moment, it is it's more like a legal contract. What are some unexpected types of challenges that you guys have countered? And what are some of the uh, greatest milestones and achievements that you guys have accomplished to date since you guys started working on it? So uh, something unexpected, how big was really this? Like creating a market of buyers, sellers, notaries, so much players was, uh, was something very big. But it's a great challenge that we are working. So yes, maybe it was in the moment something unexpected. How buyers were going to get into the market, how sellers were going to to participate here. But I believe we are we're very happy on how we are standing uh, now. Also, uh, transaction cost was a little bit unexpected, and we are working at a lot of there. Like how you depend, for example, with a on Ether is something that can limit you, but if you have the good good solution and a good research team, it can solve that problem. So, but we are very, very happy that we are solving that. And talking about solving, uh, solving and giving solutions, yes, we got a lot of different milestones in only one year. For example, on October, 2017, we started with this idea on February, Four months after we launched our alpha app, so we decided that we need to give users an app so they can give us our feedback. So we decided, first of all, to create this product. So it was an alpha app that re- uh, runs on the testnet of Ethereum, and, and users were allowed to get uh, with some points, and they could ch- uh, uh, change with some points for, for example, visa virt- for virtual visa cards. So that was a, a main milestone. Also, well, we launched that on February on Barcelona during the Mobile World Congress. Um, on March, uh, Forbes started writing uh, about Wilson and other, uh, there were a lot of other publications. On May, we were in consensus with, on New York, participating there and showing Wilson to, to the community. On June, we launched our uh, white paper uh, where we describe all the technical things, the data marketplace. We went twice to Asia to to show Wibson to the Asian community. Um, we successfully get on September our smart contract out from Zeppelin and New Alchemy uh, was a great milestone. Uh, and, and on October, September, we launched the official main network. So we was on the Ethereum main network. And on October, some days uh, after, we launched the official app. So as you, say, as you see, in a couple of months, we achieved great milestones. We moved very forward, very fast, especially with our product. We really want to not, not only have an idea of about how to monetize your data, but really give that solution to the users. Uh, for November, we have more than uh, 5,000 users, more than 1 million, 1 million WIPs were transacted. On December, our white paper uh, was selected also as best paper runner-up on a workshop on San Francisco. And on January, Champ joined to Wibson as a new data buyer. And also something very important is that Wibson uh, debuts on CoinSuper and BitForex exchanges. So as you see, like in one year, we start with an idea, we create a white paper, an alpha app, 
then we launch the main network. Afterwards, we launch the official app. We allow users to really interact with this protocol to sell their data. Uh, we add new buyers of Champ, and we are already listed on two exchanges. So it was a great year, and I believe that 2019 will be a better year. Yeah, that's quite a lot of accomplishments. Uh, congratulations on all the uh, progress you've made over the past year. It's uh, really quite impressive. So glad to see that. What are you most excited about over the next 12 months? And uh, what are the, your uh, targets for measuring uh, your success over the next 12 months uh, for 2019? Where would you like to see the product developing? And uh, what what are you most excited about? Well, I'm very excited about uh, now that a real market created, how new buyers will be will be added to the market and they will start buying data. Uh, I'm very excited of how the growth of users. Uh, I believe that we can will grow between seven or ten times more use, users that we have in this moment. Um, we are really excited of how the crypto community will take uh, this solution and see uh, how this app, because Wilson is a decentralized app, uh, works. And what I believe that 2019 will be great is also to have all the crypto and develop uh, users' feedback. Uh, again, we want to make it better. We want to improve Wilson app. Wilson, and I believe that all the feedback from users will be very worth. So I believe will be uh, a great 2018 but working especially with the Wilson community. So for the 2018, we have worked a lot with Wilson team. And 2019, I believe, will be a year where we'll be working a lot with the Wilson community. Rodrigo, um, Facebook has been in the news recently for having a application uh, which has resulted in quite a bit of thefts of children's user data. Uh, so. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, that Facebook uh, data theft problem. Well, yes, that's one of, of the cases. Uh, there are a lot of different cases. In this case, Facebook was paying teenagers to install a VPN that spies on them. And again, here is the problem. Like users, what they want is, okay, if they are going to sell their data, okay, because they want to monetize their data, but they want clearly to know what type of data they are selling or what buyers will be doing. Here is a clear example where they were paying uh, some dollars to these kids. And as we as we see, they weren't which really which type of data they were giving. It wasn't very clear. So I believe that marketplace have to be very transparent. You need to know always which type of data you're selling for what's going to be used for by whom. Um, and this Facebook uh, case is one example. A lot of companies uh, are having like problems of how they use the data. Um, so that's why uh, I like to be part of Wilson Solution. And again, not only of Wilson Solution, like any solution that gives ownership of the data to people, I believe it's really good. In my case, I'm part of Wilson and I'm really happy to be part of this team and this community. I really, I'm really happy when I see how companies are getting more interested about data privacy, about data is real of, of the users. I want to implement different solutions. One of the solutions can be Wilson, 
there are other ones. Uh, we see that the world is made of data, like the top companies are companies related to data, are data companies related. They have big areas of in, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, and they apply all this technology to data. And this data is of people. I'm really happy that uh, each day different companies are up, approaching or trying to solve uh, data privacy solutions. Thanks for coming on and talking about the project that you've been working on and discuss uh, more about data privacy and data collection and uh, how users can monetize their own data and uh, profit off of it. Thanks, Angela, for, for the invitation. Guest on the show has been Rodrigo Irazaval. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on. Uh, he's marketing manager at Wipson. You can learn more about Wipson by going to wipson.org to visit their website. You can download their app from the Android App Store, and soon uh, it will be available also for iOS. You can download the apps are earning Wipson tokens and you know selling your data and profiting from your data. Uh, you can also follow them on Twitter at wipson.org, and on Telegram, their Telegram group name is Wipson. The show, the link in the show notes. We'll have a link uh, to all of their various sites so you can learn more about them. So, uh, Rodrigo, thanks for coming on. It was a pleasure having you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bounty Zero X podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast below. Check out BountyZeroX.io, the number one bounty hunting platform where you can complete work and earn cryptocurrency. Please consult your professional financial investment and tax advisors before making any investment in initial coin offerings. BountyZeroX does not provide investment or financial advice and does not endorse or recommend investment in any ICOs advertised on the BountyZeroX podcast or website.